Hi, it's Sean with T-Shirt Voice Lessons, and we're going to talk about auditioning. Because maybe you don't have to audition for anything, but I have an idea for you if you're already in a band or a group or something. You may not want, you may not think you have to audition anymore, but that stay, stay with me because I have something for you too. But a lot of us, if we're singers and performers, we're going to audition at some point. If you're if you do music theater, you're going to audition for a show. If you're in a choir, you're going to audition for a choir or maybe a lead solo at your choir. Or if you're a, in rock bands or pop bands or something or country bands or whatever else, uh you you might audition for bands and and we're going to talk about that process. But there's something else you can do. Because even if you're just someone who likes to sing for fun, I challenge you to audition for one of those TV talent shows like America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, somebody's got talent, you you've got talent, you know, uh the voice whatever. And they all have submission guidelines you can follow and all that stuff. I'm not going to talk about that. But what I'm going to talk about is how you could get ready in 5 days. Now, I I've, as usual, I have arranged this into a course that is to be published, okay? I'm just throwing it out there, you know, because I am not to be published like it's just an idea because it is actually in the works. It's just it's a matter of finalizing the videos and stuff like this, but I'm I'm saying this because I I'm going to give a lot of it away right now because you're I just want to. So, in 5 days, you could actually be ready for an audition in five days. And I'm going to tell you because I've done this process with so many people and compressed it into a small amount of time because a lot of the things that people do are a waste of time. And if you compress it, you get it all done. And, And if they really go back and replay everything, they got most of their work done in a short burst of energy and a lot of time wasted thinking and flopping around or whatever they do. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. Five days. And again, if you don't have anything to audition for, just audition for something for fun. You know, if you think you're settled as a musician, go audition for one of these things, these talent, TV talent shows, because they're going to need people pretty soon. I mean, we're not all like on lockdown and stuff right now. So, all right, day one. You know what day one's about? And again, I have a course that's going to explain all this. I'm not like promoting it right now or anything. I'm just letting you know. I There's a lot of, basically, I'm telling you that because there's a lot of details that I can explain on each of these five days. It doesn't have to be five days, but each of these five days I can explain in detail. But right now I'm just going to give you the the idea. Okay. So day one, you find your style. And you're going to take two pathways. You either are going to go for a caricature kind of persona like a prince or a Madonna or a, uh, you know, Lady Gaga kind of thing where it's a persona. Or you're going to decide to be like authentic, an authentic, you know, person that's like yourself. And uh, and you're going to be yourself and be true and all this stuff. And that's fine. It's not like I was making fun of the authentic person for some reason. I didn't mean to do that. But that is the choice you'll make one of the two choices because it's if you look at all the performers out there especially singers they've made that choice at, at one level and they, that's what they've done so you make that choice and then you decide what that's going to be and you have to dig in and there's a 
process that I could I show people where you can dig in deep and ask yourself probably about 12 questions. The real core of it is, is in about seven questions and then you have a few more get to the 12th one and then you finally got to where okay that's what i want to do and you don't have to go like meditate on a mountaintop or something you just have to go through this process and it's it's it kind of pops out and it's not that hard and so you go through this process you find your style because we're going to start with the style because every single thing stems from the style whether you're a persona who's like i don't know you want to be this big some something on stage i'm not even going to give an example uh then your music is going to come out of that so we start with the style always don't start rehearsing music don't start picking music in fact if you only have five days don't even do that yet have fun picking the style after you do that you can kind of play with song choices and stuff but just play with the idea don't even try to pick yet all right day two we're still not practicing we're still not picking music yet Day two, coming straight out of your style, is you're going to organize your mini show because there are parts of everything that you watch that's entertaining and intriguing to you that is really, it's a part, it's, it makes up its own little show. It doesn't matter if it's five minutes. It could be a 30-second news broadcast, a 10-second commercial, a six-second radio commercial. It's got... It's a mini show. So if you, a lot of auditions, and I had a student go to a Broadway audition. A couple, well, I had several students go to Broadway auditions, and they have this, like, sometimes people talk about the the 16-bar audition. They have, like, an 8-bar audition. You don't have a lot of time to show anything. And it's a, it's a cattle call audition. You go in and, and do your thing, and then maybe they'll want to hear more. <clears throat> but... So you have a short time. So regardless, but at least in like the TV, TV talent show example, you might have a lot more time, maybe 30 seconds, which is pretty long. And then, of course, if you actually get to perform, then you have a full song, which is even better. So your mini show has a beginning, a middle and end. I know that's simplistic, but it has a lot more than that. It has transitions from one thing to the next. It has a build, and you decide if you're going to crescendo and just bam and explode at the end, or if you're going to explode somewhere right before the end and then diminish into like almost like an epilogue if it was a story. And you can do either one, and both of them work because the audience, when they, when something's very intense and then you pull back down with intensity, everyone's holding their breath, and it's, it happens, it's real. And there's a bunch of options at the end, but it's not about the end. It's about how you set up that ending because you had to take the audience with you for them to hold their breath at the end, no matter why their reason they're holding their breath. And people literally hold their breath. And it's like, it's a true thing. When people say that it was breathtaking, it's because they've held the breath. Literally. I did it one time in a show and this wasn't even a, this was a, a, uh, Let's see, the example I'm thinking of, and I've done it in professional theater, but it's more impressive to me in this case because it was high school theater. And the person was performing Maria, and she did it. uh, No, it wasn't Maria. It was the other character. Oh, man, I'm blanking on them. uh, This is West Side Story. It's the other character, the one that's yelling. She has this moment where she yells at everyone, and, and, and 
it was so well done that I literally held my breath. And that was the moment where I realized, wait, this is what people mean. It's literally breathtaking. And it's true. And because she did it such a well job and it was such a good job. And it was so, it was intense, but not a little shouty and loud and angry. Like so many people do this, that, that I've so many seen so many renditions of that, that were, in, were angry and too rah, rah, rah in your face. This pulled everyone in and, and the character was so internalized that it was breathtaking, literally. And so that's the kind of performance that you want. You want something that grabs someone for in the beginning. It doesn't have to grab them with something overt and ah in your face. It could grab them with just a moment of intensity. It's your feeling, but this whole show has to be thought out. That moment of intensity that I saw was well rehearsed and well crafted between a great director and an actor. That's why it was so well done it doesn't happen by accident and it doesn't happen on an impromptu moment it's very rare for that to happen impromptu and so you plan this show out you plan your beginning your middle your end all the transitions you plan how you're going to handle that ending you plan how you're going to get there are you going to build are you going to hit them in the face with something and then and then take them on a journey it all depends on you. And you can do it right now just from this information. Yeah, of course, I can go into lots of detail on what the transitions are and how you can do them, different uh, ways that you can do it musically and stylistically based on what you want to do and different attention getter examples and stuff like this. But it doesn't matter because you you know what your your instincts are good. Trust your instincts. So that's day, day two. You find, day two, you found your style on day one. Day two, you craft your mini show and you have it done. Now, here's the problem that people do. The problem, the problem that people have, but I was, uh, was really trying to say the thing that people do. I don't know. I think I combined like two things. Anyway, what's happening is that a lot of people rehearse and they start crafting their show as they're rehearsing. That's terrible. Stop doing that crap, all right? You, you don't start rehearsing. It's like, it's like having a train start driving and you don't know where you're going yet. And it's this thing that's very hard to uh, slow down once it gets going. A boat would probably be even a better example. You, don't, you can't do that. You've got to know where you're going when you start. It's, it's a terrible thing. And that's why they never work. So you start it and then you envision it. Now we're going to day three. Day three is where you make yourself unstoppable. It's where you make sure that you're going to succeed on the next part. And day three is where you build your fan club. <laughs> Notice we're still not rehearsing. <laughs> and I am absolutely not, and I'm telling you not to rehearse yet. You already crafted your show. So you basically, you picked your song, obviously, because you couldn't have crafted a show. I think I skipped that part, but you, you <laughs> that's kind of important, so, sort of. I think the show, it would st- it's kind of self-explanatory, but you, you pick your song and you have your show going. Then... In day three, you have a fan club, so you know what you're going to sing. Your brain is working on it already. It actually is envisioning how you're going to sing it, and that you kind of need that extra day to let that gel, all right? So the fan club means people that are already fans of you, who like you, who trust you, who respect you, who appreciate you. It doesn't have to be even your best friend. It could just be people that have those attributes that you know in your life, and those are the people that you tell them about what you're going to do. I'm about to audition 
for Broadway, a Broadway show. I'm about to audition for a TV talent show. I'm about to audition for my, a part in my choir. Whatever it is, you tell someone. But please, do not post it on Facebook. There are so many people on... There are so many freaking haters on Facebook. Don't post it on Facebook. I'm telling you right now. This whole thing, oh, it's a public goal. Like these people with fitness goals and they post it. And that's cool with a fitness goal. It's a little different. This is your, This is about something sensitive. This is you as a singer. Don't post it on Facebook. I'm telling you. Post If you post it, you only send it to your those friends, those people that I'm talking about, the people that care about you and respect you. Very important. You can message them if you want. You can text people. I don't care how you get the message out. And of course, you know, if I had time to go into detail, we could talk about how to approach people without sounding like a creeper and stuff like this. Um, and again, this is a process we've done, I've done with other people before. It works well because you're building support network. Well, you might need people that to help you. And I worked with a high performance coach that worked with me on this one time, and this is a uh, on something semi related to um, to vocal performing, but it was something else, and it was the same process uh, that she was working with me on because this this building the fan club phase where you get people that are supportive of you, you realize you actually have supportive people in your life that you may not even realize. And it actually is, is going to be a great connection for you anyway. The, just this whole activity. So you find your fan club, build your support group, and you just really just tell, it's very simple. You just tell people what you're doing and, and they say, oh, okay, cool. Or you say, I'm doing this. Could you help me with watching my kids because on this day I'm going to do this? Or could you help me with my video? Like I need someone to kind of just hold hold the camera for me and maybe tell me how it's going or could you listen to it with me or something but don't listen to it don't sing it for them on this day three yet because you need to do one thing that i'm gonna tell you in day four before anybody gets to hear it no one gets to hear it they just get to hear that you're doing it and that and what you're gonna do and that's about it and they'll if people that support you that's all they need to know actually whether it's family or friends and by the way family is not always the most supportive sometimes they're the least supportive depending on the person sometimes you have families that are amazing and support people it's a beautiful thing sometimes it's not like that so again whoever those people are all right now this is a big arc we've driven our energy into day 3 so that by this time, you have so much potential energy that you're not going to fail because you're not going to stop yourself and you're not going to quit because you just told a bunch of people. <laughs> okay, they're supportive people. They're not people that are going to drag you down and say, oh, that's stupid. They're not going to be those people. That's not how the people that you're supposed to tell. And if you make that mistake, that's, that's on you. But you told the supportive people, and so now you're just – you're shit, sh- ah, I almost said a curse word. You're <laughs> you are going to do it, all right? It's going to happen. I'm telling you, it's, it, this is like how you get there. It drives you forward. It's this big action potential that you get over. All right, day four. Day four, you finally get to practice and you only have one day left because this is a five-day process. So you get to practice, but I need you to separate one thing. You need to separate practice from rehearsal. This is so critical. So many people don't separate practice from rehearsal. Now, you may not... 
I, I'm just going to use different words to have different meanings. I have no other way to explain this in the language that I'm using without using these two particular words. So I'm going to call practice as the thing that you do to get something better and get it ready and get it to the point where it's about it's it's about to be able to be performed. Rehearsal is where you do it again and again, rehearse, do over and over until you get it down to where it's definitely ready for an audience. But you're doing very minor tweaks, very minor expressiveness, little tiny fine, fine, fine things. That's not for the practice section. Those That's only for the rehearsal process. Because in the practice, you might be doing some big things. You might change how you do a transition, but not don't do anything too major. Because in day two, you should have spent more a lot of time really digging in and developing your show to the point where in day four, you're not doing all this crazy rewrite, redoing, rethought, rethinking, or any of that stuff. You can't do that because that's why you spent the time on day two, and that's why we did it on day two and not on day four because we're trying to do the thing that's opposite of what everyone else does. So many people make the mistake of doing the um, – Excuse me. People make so often make the mistake of of doing it in reverse. You're not going to do that. All right. So now you are now in day four, and you you're practicing. We're going to keep practicing. That's matching your vision of your original uh, mini show that you thought of, and you're trying to match that vision is what you're trying to do. You're not trying to rethink the vision because something doesn't work. You try to match it. If a note or something doesn't work, you may have to re- redo it because you might have thought you could hit the note and you know you can't. That's fine. But anything else that's within your physical limits, then just do it. If it's physical limits and sounds good, we want you to sound good. Okay. So practice is getting it right, memorizing it, uh, memorizing it, memorizing it. If you listen to my uh, Lyric Hacks podcast that that might have some tips on that one but memorize it over and over and get it down that practice stage then you can call your friends and have them listen to the rehearsal this is true for theater it's true for any uh choir opera whatever uh rock bands pop bands no one is allowed to listen to the practice no one gets it even performers don't get it they walk into a, a rehearsal space during the practice phase and they don't get it. It's like, wow, this is like chaos. The show is opening next week. I'm freaking out. Why are you freaking out? Uh, because you know they, they don't know because they've never seen the process. And anyone who's done shows and stuff know how this works, but knows how this works. So practice on your own or with your vocal coach or something, but you can rehearse with your friend. That's where you get them to listen to you or your friends or family, whoever you're singing for. And, but do it full out. Do it like you're, you mean it. Do it like you're going you're gonna to perform that thing. Okay, Don't do it halfway. Don't laugh before you start. Don't explain yourself. Don't tell you, say your head's, you know, you're coughing or some crap that you made up because you have performance anxiety and you, you want to blow it off. So none of that stuff. You just do it. If it sucks, it sucks. I mean, just do it. That's the main thing. Uh, if it sucks, you already knew that, though. You wouldn't, you wouldn't come this far. So that's day four. Practice and then rehearse and bring your friend support network fan club to hear the rehearsal. That'll build you up, believe me. If you've done your homework up to this point, they're going to 
they're going to want to hear it and they're going to enjoy it and they're going to that's going to make you fly into the next day which is day 5 we get to perform that is the day this is the day you've been waiting for it's awesome you should be excited because you're ready and you got ready by a logical sane process that just drove into this day if you're a person with stage fright or something you're actually going to it's going to help you overcome your stage fright because of how prepared and more confident you're going to be you have your support group you have performed it several times you've rehearsed it to the point where you know it so well i can give you lots of tips on that day 4 but again i just want to give you the 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 main tools here so that day 5 your if you have to get before a camera if you have to do a live audition it's a matter of just uh, knowing what you're walking into getting educated about it so it's less of an unknown doing the best walk up or introduction that you need to do if it's a video you don't walk up but if it's an audition live you have to walk up and you walk up with open shoulders of a singer and not puffing your chest out but just open shoulders and you smile even if you're doing something serious, you have a smile to your, vo- to your attitude and you look with confidence at your judges. And then when it's your time, you do your rehearsal. Nothing changes because you already had it right. You don't second guess yourself because suddenly it's real. People do that a lot. Don't, you don't do that this time. You just do it. And if you're recording a video, you don't record it a million times. You record it maybe once, maybe twice, at the max, like five different times if you just some weird technicality happened. But you should have done your rehearsal. You don't want to be like one of my voice students working 16 hours in the voice studio on one song because he didn't do his rehearsal. You want to rehearse on day four and spend your time there. Just practice and rehearsing. So that day five, you're just having fun. You're in that studio having a great time. If you're, if you're recording a voice uh, or if you're recording a video or you're live, having a great time. It's your time to shine and perform and, and just think nothing but positivity. And that's your five days. It's pretty simple, right? And, you know, again, I can go into detail, but you kind of have the gist. If you have one coming up, just use these five things. And, uh, and I will tell you, I swear when these things come out, okay, I'm not just holding it back or taking forever. It's going to be pretty soon. So anyway, I want, I want you to do this. Five simple days. It works. I've seen it. I've done it I've, over and over. It always works. It, it pretty much doesn't fail because you can already see why it doesn't fail. It's already, I'm proving it to you as I'm explaining it because you can see the logic here. You can see why one thing drives into the next thing and it works so well. So with that being said, I want you to enjoy this, use it as a tool, and until next time, happy singing.